Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to the broadcast today. Over the last month, we've been able to go back into the archives and get some wonderful teachings from Warren Litzman on the book of Ephesians. The response has been so great that we've been able to go back and find more of these teachings from Ephesians, and they are extremely important and are extremely life-changing. Let's go back now to Warren and his teachings from Ephesians. Greetings, dear friends. It is my joy to join with you again this day for the glory of God. You ever wonder what the word glory means? Many years ago, the Spirit gave me an idea of what the glory was. The glory is whenever any part of God's eternal plan is in operation. The eternal plan. Most of the time, we're interested in a plan for our life, the plan for what it is we're doing and how we're continuing. But whenever the glory of God is about us, there's something God is doing that has to do with His plan. Always remember that there are two important plans that you're connected to. The first is the plan of God, what He's doing, what He has in His mind, what He's working out. The other plan is what you're working out, how you're fitting in and how you are learning and growing up into the Christ that lives in you. You probably already suspicion that my message is dealing with the Christ that lives in you. You see, the reason why I center myself in that message right now, talking to you especially, is because that's the thing we don't know much about. We don't know much about Christ living in us. That's a thing of the Spirit. His Spirit has been joined to our spirit, and we have become one. Living the life that flows out of Him being one with us is really the thing we don't know much about in Christianity. In fact, I buy anybody's book, I buy anybody's message that talks to me about the Christ that lives in me because that's wholly important. That's more important than anything else that has to do with our life. And once we get attached to that business of who we are in Christ, life takes on the perspective that God intended. Life is the life of Christ. Not our life, His life. Well, we're so mixed up with it all in our minds that it's very difficult for us to take notice that daily, hourly, every second, Christ lives in us and wants to live through us and wants to be us to the Heavenly Father. We're going to learn a lot about that if you listen to me because I think that's where Christianity has basically failed in bringing the message. We have the scripture for that. We have ample scripture for Christ living in us. We have the Apostle Paul whose one message was being in Christ. That's his greatest message. That's his greatest truth that he brings us, being in Christ. And the more we learn about that, the more we're able to separate our life and what we want from what it is God has planned for us. You see, the fact of Christ living in us is a God-planned existence. That's what God planned for humanity from before he even created this world, like Ephesians 1 and 4 says, according as he has chosen us in Christ before, 
before the foundation of the world was laid. And so this was the utter, utter, uppermost thing was God, that we would come to this realization that Christ living in us was the one big factor of life, one big factor in the Bible. Well, when you get your Bible situated properly and you listen to Paul's message because, you see, he's the only one that knew this. And I think that's what we ought to talk a little bit about on this program, a little bit about what God's message to the Apostle Paul means to us. Because, you see, there's not one other person in the scores of people who have written something in this book. There's not one other who was given the message of how we live in this period of time. So if you got a Bible and you want to follow me closely, I'm going into the third chapter of Ephesians. The third chapter of Ephesians is just loaded with this idea that we are in Christ, and the one we ought to listen to is the Apostle Paul. Let's go right to the first verse and see what it is that the Scriptures have to tell us on this subject. First verse, Ephesians 3. For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles. Now, there's a lot to be said in this third chapter, but I want to get it started off just right. And I want you to notice the wording that's in this first verse. First, he signatures. He places his signature on what he's about to say. He's not going to quote Abraham. He's not going to quote David. He's not going to quote Isaiah. He's not going to talk about Malachi. He's going to talk about what God has given him. What God has given him. And you see, that's wholly important. Because if we don't get that from the Apostle Paul, we'll never have an understanding of what the gospel really is all about. Because Paul is the only one Jesus ever gave his gospel to, to give to us. And so he puts his signature on it in the very first line of this third verse. He says, for this cause, I, Paul, he signs it. He says, it's all from me. Didn't go to anybody else. Didn't go to Peter, James, or John. Didn't go to somebody out of the Old Testament that the Lord resurrected. Didn't go to somebody new that was uh, not informed in any way at all by the Spirit and by Jesus who gave the great revelation of the mystery of godliness. He himself, just Paul. Now, I don't mean to be overbearing on this particular subject, but I do need to get it across to you one way or another, that the gospel of Paul is the gospel of Jesus Christ. In fact, the only gospel that Jesus Christ ever gave to mortal man. We hope you're enjoying today's broadcast. We'll be back to Warren in just a moment. First, I want to tell you, and this coincides with the message today in the book of Ephesians, I want to tell you about an amazing book that Warren left us with. It's called Paul, the Apostle of Grace. Maybe one of the best books I've ever read, and many people seem to agree with that once they read it. It's a really wonderful book that attempts to give us some insight as to 
Paul and how he was guided by Christ our Lord with this amazing, incredible, important message. Now, check this book out, along with other writings from Warren Litzman, on the website at the Christ Life Fellowship website. That's www.christ-life.org. You can find the book there in either ebook or print, and I can't recommend it enough. It's life-changing. It's very important. Check it out. Again, the name of the book, Paul, the Apostle of Grace. It's available at our website, www.christ-life.org. Now, back to more of this exciting message today. Here's Warren. Whenever God started this whole plan, he gave his message to Moses. And for over 4,000 years, Moses was in charge of that plan of God, the law and all that was connected with it, the law. Most of us were raised under that law. Most of us don't know anything but the law. But at the cross, the law died. It was dissolved. It flowed out of time like the blood of Jesus Christ flowed out of his body, the blood that cleanses us from sin, the blood that puts us in, puts us in a new state, a new understanding of God and what he's doing. And so you had to listen to Paul. That's why he says, I, Paul, I, Paul, because he knew that God had not given this to anybody else. I suppose, I suppose that that is included in the revelations that Jesus gave to the apostle Paul concerning Christianity. That's included in it. He probably is told now, Paul, this is a message I'm giving to you. I'm not giving it to anybody else. You are responsible to get this message out. And so he signs it, I, Paul. I, Paul. Have you concentrated on that message that Jesus gave to Paul? You say, well, I can't do that. I just let the Spirit lead me. There is no such thing. The Spirit does not lead you above, beyond, or aside from the Apostle Paul. Just like you can't get Moses out of the law. He belongs to the law. God gave him the message of the law. And it is the same with the Apostle Paul. God gave the final gospel to the Apostle Paul. I need to talk to you sometime about the wording I give that, that Paul had the final gospel. He had this gospel that belonged to human beings who are living in this world at the time that Jesus is going to take his people, God's children, out of this world by a rapture. And so he has the final gospel for those people. That's you and I who live here. And so the Apostle Paul signs it. But notice what he adds to that signature. He says, the prisoner of Jesus Christ. Oh, how beautiful that is. Once he received this message, once this gospel of Jesus Christ was given to the Apostle Paul and was so importantly given to him that Paul would call it my gospel, this gospel of Jesus Christ that was given to the Apostle Paul was not given to a braggadocious prophet, was not given to some great man who had performed many great miracles, wasn't given to somebody who had walked through the pages of the Bible. It was given to a man that didn't know anything about Christianity. 
because it hadn't been formed yet. It hadn't taken place yet. He would be the key to that. didn't have anything to do with what had been given to the prophets of old. For Paul has no message from them. His message comes from Jesus Christ, and he realizes the importance of his position in Christ. And he says, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ. Well, he at that time was a prisoner. He was locked into the jails that belonged to the Romans. He was locked in to the program of that day that if anybody crosses the Romans in any way, they're going to be persecuted and maybe killed. And he had already been sentenced to death, but somehow by the grace of God, he was able to continue, and he did continue by the grace of God till he got the whole message out to us that we needed. Isn't that wonderful? This message that we have received is one that came under the supreme power, the supreme power of God from a prisoner that was locked into nothing else but knowing Christ as his life. So he says, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ. Now notice who this is for. This is not for Israel. Israel it can accept it if she so desires, but the message is not to Israel, and it's not from Israel, as important as Israel is to the plan of God. So what is very obvious, a new plan is taking place. A new plan comes with the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross and flows right out to humanity through the Apostle Paul. The new plan, the new gospel, the new understanding. Why did we need a new understanding? It is because, just as this verse says, I'm a prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles. We'll take up the word Gentiles a little bit later. But he says, for you Gentiles, a special group of people, a special group of people who are going to receive this gospel of Jesus Christ because Israel won't take it and hasn't to this day accepted the gospel that the Apostle Paul gives us or that Jesus gave to Paul or the message of God's plan, eternal plan, the glory of God in operation. None of those things, none of those things are accepted by Israel as yet. Except one thing, if an Israelite, if a Jew believes on the Lord Jesus Christ, he can be as gloriously saved as anybody else. But he'll no longer be a Jew. He'll no longer be of Israelitish or, or judicial power understanding that comes from God dealing with over 17 years of time with Israel. It'll be a whole new gospel. It'll be a whole new understanding. And that's what I bring to you, that your gospel is not a part of anything of the past. The Apostle Paul never relates to anything of the past. He never even talks about the miracles, signs, and wonders, and the message of Jesus Christ in its fullness, in its entirety. I preached that way. I thought that was the gospel. But it wasn't. The gospel comes from Jesus to the Apostle Paul. And so he says, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ. The prisoner of Jesus Christ. Well, that's what this broadcast is all about, is to talk to you this week 
as much as I can about this prisoner of Jesus Christ and what he is doing in the plan of God. My time is up again. I'm so glad you tuned us in today. This broadcast comes to you by the grace of God to talk to you about the things that have to do with your life and your relationship to Christ. Glad you tuned in. Tune in again tomorrow. There'll be a different broadcast. We have a different broadcast every day. So the Lord bless you and use you is my prayer. In Jesus' name, have a good, wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed today's message from Ephesians from Warren Litzman. Don't forget, you can find the book that we were talking about earlier, Paul the Apostle of Grace, on our CLF website, the Christ Life Fellowship website. That is www.christ-life.org. goes right along with today's teachings, and it is a wonderful book. Check that out along with other things on our website. And tell others about this podcast every week. We're getting some wonderful response, and we're so happy that this is touching you in such a special way. Don't forget this podcast is available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music. Tell your friends about it. And also, you can download it from our website, christ-life.org. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.